At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings, listeners. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm spinning the beginning of the winning talk show that pops to the top, always nice, with some spice, where we deal what is real and keep it true just for you. You're inside talking with T, and I'm excited to bring today's show. It's May 23rd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actor and talk show host Drew Carey, R&B singer Maxwell, 83-year-old actress Joan Collins, and boxer Marvin Hagler. Today is National Lucky Penny Day. See a penny, pick it up. All day long, you'll have good luck. We will continue to follow our theme of Mind Your Manners in May. Today, I'm going to share a few more tips on good manners and etiquette. Number one, be on time. It is disrespectful to not value the time of others by having them wait for you at an appointed time. Also, know when to control your noise level. There are places when it is not appropriate nor polite to speak loudly and make loud noises. You know, like the movie theater, a library, or a restaurant. And speaking of restaurants, please practice eating politely. That means don't speak with food in your mouth, And don't chew with your mouth open. Also, you should wait for everyone to be served before you start eating. You can find some other tips on etiquette and manners under today's date on my website, www.talkingwithtea.com. I'm going to jump right into our happy highlights. My first story is about a New York City Fire Department, which adds a three-year-old to the team. Young Trucker Dukes will be sworn in as an honorary firefighter on May 31st. Trucker was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer when he was 19 months old. His dad is a firefighter in Maui, and his job sparked Young Trucker's love of fire trucks and people that work on them. Young Trucker now travels from Hawaii to New York for treatment and considers it his temporary home. Naturally, Trucker became friends with some of New York's firefighters, including Captain John Grismer, who Trucker met when firefighters were called to the Ronald McDonald House where he was staying. Grismer posted a picture of the two of them on the Team Trucker Facebook page. The picture caught the attention of the fire commissioner, and now adorable Trucker Dukes will get to hang out with the firefighters at the firehouses. The firefighters even celebrated his birthday with them. This is certainly a feel-good story. Now, I don't know if you've seen Steve Harvey's Little Big Shots, but I found a few of them on my own. So I'm going to start a new segment giving kudos to kids for T's Go-Getters. So our first set of Go-Getters that are featured on the show are three rising stars. Five-year-old Messiah Winton of Knoxville will appear in the award-winning Broadway production of Ragtime. Nyla Elamine will be on a theater trip to New York with the Knoxville Children's Theater Company, where they will tour Central Park, the Statue of Liberty, Times Square, NBC Studios, the Empire State Building, World Trade Center, 
And they will also see four Broadway plays in addition to taking some professional acting classes. Nyla has been featured in several productions, including Shrek and Cinderella and Ebenezer. Finally, I am proud to highlight my own son, Tylen Baker, for being one of five that will represent Knox County on the 9- and 10-year-old golf team at the new Sentinel Open this coming August. So, in addition to taking submissions for T's Top Teens, I'll be looking for you to send me some nominations for T's Go-Getters. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we hear everything I need by one of T's featured artists, Jackie Hampton. Trump, who has recently seemed to unite the Republican Party. Ironically, 
Polls also show that Democrat Bernie Sanders actually leads Trump by more points than Clinton, although he probably won't be the nominee. I thought that was a pretty interesting update. Now, Pam, compose yourself for this next quick bit uh, because it's related to the tragic death of Bobby Love Prince. Let me have, let me take, let me take my seat. Wait a minute, pop my feet up. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, there are reports that the paramedic who responded to the scene claims that Prince may have been dead for at least six hours before he was found. Multiple reports have said that Prince had an addiction to painkillers. Well, it was also reported by the Star Tribune that Prince was found dead one day before he was scheduled to meet with a doctor that was going to help him kick this addiction. So it seems like that at least there's some truth to this, since the doctor has come forward and some of the people in his camp have talked about how he was addicted to these painkillers, but actually was on the road to trying to kick this addiction. So that still is an unfortunate and an untimely death. Yes, and how do you have so many people working for you at Paisley Park. I think he had like over 40 people working for him and nobody missed him for six hours or however long he was dead and he died alone. That just seems strange to me. Well, you know, Pam, I'm thinking this, that, you know, he's a private person and although he had so many people working for him, I mean, you know, six hours isn't that long. We sleep longer than that, you know. So maybe he yeah. was just off to himself during that time. And, you know, had it been me, I guess it could have been longer, maybe two days <laughs> before somebody realized I was missing. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's still sad, and we're still going to miss him. Right, right, right. Right. So um, stories like this next one increase tensions between citizens and police. A Massachusetts officer was shot and killed early Sunday morning during a routine traffic stop, and the suspect fled the scene and has yet to be captured. And, you know, I don't know, it just seems like I'm tired of these stories back and forth between police officers and citizens. Well, we're going to jump right into our trending news, and our first trending story is on sex trafficking, which is reported to be a really big problem here in Knoxville, Tennessee, according to Channel 8 News. Now, during a nationwide FBI sting, agents recovered 150 kids being sold for sex. This almost made me nauseous. But shortly after this report, here in Knoxville, 32 people were arrested in a human trafficking and prostitution sting, uh, which was handled through the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation and detectives with the Knoxville Police Department, including two local pastors one from Grace Baptist Church and one from Lifehouse Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. According to the Community Coalition Against Human Trafficking, more than 90 minors are listed online for human trafficking each month. A list of those arrested is in the story found on WATE, which is linked on my webpage under today's story. I also posted links to information about groups that are working to stop sex trafficking and help for those that are victims of human trafficking as well. Okay, if you could see my face, because I didn't think they were doing it like that up there in the 865, but... Mm. Oh, yeah, it, it's some, some ratchet things going on around here, and like I said, it 
just made me sick to my stomach. And, you know, when I'm looking at the numbers, 90 minors are listed online each month. And I started thinking, you know, where are they getting these kids? It makes me fearful to let my own child out of my sight, although we know we can't, you know, be with them 24 hours a day. But they said that they get some kids, and after they've been a part of the, I guess, the trafficking ring for so long, then they would go and recruit other kids. They even had stories of middle school boys who were recruiting middle school girls and so forth. Yes, and it's it's sad that because you see all these churches that go out in their, you know, little vans or buses and pick up all these different kids, like for Bible school and things like that, and people just, you know, they put their kids on there thinking they'll be safe at church with the youth pastors or whatever, and then something like this happens. So then you think if they aren't safe in the church setting, then, you know, where can they be safe at? And that's this this site, Backpage, is a big thing for people to go and find kids and adults and prostitution and everything else on there. It's, it's ridiculous. If you ever have looked at it, glanced at it, it's just crazy, the people that you see on there, the people that you know that you see on there. Wow. Well, I haven't uh, graced that page, but I will say uh, that – Speaking to what you were saying about how we would think that when we put our children in the care of the church or youth pastors, then they would be safe. But we've had several stories related to things going on in churches as well as in schools, and it makes me feel like you really can't trust anybody. And I really don't want to walk through life that way, being so Mm -hmm. cautious and uptight, but these days you almost have to. Yes, you do. Well, Pam, don't get kicked off the WATE page for commenting this time, please. I've been kicked off WATE, the DIR, the VLT, Pop, CNN, the list goes on and on and on. I got about 50 email addresses because they keep kicking me off. Oh, not for crime. Uh, you name it, I've been kicked off. But I come back even harder with my new email address. <laughs> Well, now, Pam, I'm going to need you to figure out how to compose yourself, although, you know, there are certain things that are worthy of the responses that you post, but I really need you to be able to engage with these sites so that we can keep on top of the stories and report them out to our listeners here on Talking With T. And if you keep getting kicked off, our pickings are going to be pretty slim. I know. I've I've been doing a lot better. They're not going to get my pressure up. Mm Mm-mm. We can't keep bailing you out of Facebook jail now. <laughs> well, speaking of jail, um, another African-American female has died in police custody. On May 10th, Simone Nicole Marshall died while in custody, and her family won't answer. So the incident started when she and another female were involved in a traffic accident in April. It was just a single-car accident. Neither woman sustained injuries, but both eventually were arrested on possession of cocaine. It is also reported that Marshall allegedly provided false identification. The next day, Marshall's friend was released on bail, but Marshall was unable to pay her $5,000 bail at the time, and she ended up spending two more weeks in jail. Well, here's where the story gets a little iffy, and I think they run into a sticky situation. So it wasn't that her arrest was mishandled, or that maybe she uh, hadn't done some things to even warrant that. But while she was in jail, 
Her sisters claimed that Marshall had continuously complained of headaches and felt like she was going to black out. So they reported this to the Walker County Jail asking that she receive medical attention. And then ultimately on May 10th, she was rushed to Huntsville Memorial Hospital after having a seizure and was pronounced dead shortly after she arrived. So the Sheriff's Department is investigating protocol. But it seems like we had a story kind of similar to this earlier this year where prisoners who are suffering some type of health condition or need medical treatment aren't given that in a timely manner. And I think, if I can recall, this is at least the second story where that has resulted in someone's death while while in police custody. I was going to say, again, this speaks to humanity and how we deal with prisoners. I mean, they may have committed a crime, yes, indeed, but it begs the question of are they not worthy of medical treatment, of medical care, of being viewed as human beings even though they have committed a crime, you know, or at least are innocent until proven guilty, whatever, whatever. Right, right, because we talked about how in prison, what was the uh, prison that we talked about where 80% of them are still actually waiting on trial? Yeah, that was on Rikers Island. On Rikers Island, right. And so, like you said, some of them actually may be innocent or have committed some crime that wasn't of a serious nature but unfortunately landed them in jail or maybe they couldn't come up with bail or whatever. And so... They get there, and all of a sudden, their life is over. So I saw a recent special about that on 2020, and they talked about the conditions in Rikers Island, and it was truly horrible. And speaking of that, I saw that on 2020, and then I also saw the story about Holtzclaw, who was arrested and charged and is now in jail, the police officer, who had raped, uh, I think, 13 women had come forward. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know I'm a little off script, but I saw both of those stories this past week, and we had shared those same stories probably a month ago, a month to a few weeks ago. So I'm wondering, are they listening to Talking With T? I think they have to be. We might have us some ear hustles over in the cut somewhere. Yeah, I'll, you know, I, maybe it doesn't seem likely, but but what I am thinking and what I am proud of is that we are actually staying on top of trending news. And so, listeners, I want you to remember as you tune into Talking With T, often you will hear it here first. So we're going to jump into a couple other things that are straight out of the crazy crowd because, again, I know uh, one of them had to do with a Los Angeles lawyer who was arrested after attending a city council meeting with a Ku Klux Klan hood. And, you know, my first thought is where they do that at and what made him think that that was okay. Exactly. But while we're pulling it up, do we have enough bleep for what I want to say? Yes, I can try to bleep it out as best as I can. No, I think you can. So I'm going to keep my mouth closed. And it is also reported that he called the Los Angeles Council president a racial slur and drew a picture of him hanging from a tree. A cross that's burning, an individual in a KKK hood, he calls him the N-word and has a photo of him hanging from a tree. Herb Weston, which was the first African-American to hold the position of council president, told reporters. So he's been um, arrested, and I'm trying to think, you know, you think if you pass the bar, 
And if you're an attorney, that you have at least some moderate level of intelligence. Right. I can't understand the hatred that was so deep in his heart that he would jeopardize his livelihood and his career, his reputation, his character, and all of that to come in this meeting acting like a plum fool. And then on top of that, he said it was all a misunderstanding. How about a misunderstanding? What, what, what part of it was a misunderstanding? Yeah, the man, the African-American man that he was referring to, he said, that's exactly what he said. He said, it a misunderstanding. You said my name equals N-word. You put my picture, your picture of me hanging, so I'm not understanding how that's a misunderstanding. I was going to say the misunderstanding is probably in that Mr. Attorney probably forgot to take his meds, because that's the only misunderstanding that I can see out that (laughs) make any kind of sense. And let me tell you, let me tell you what he actually said. I I happened to turn to this story. Once Pam said he said it was a misunderstanding, I told myself, self, you might need to read a little further. And so what he did was <laughs> try to say that this picture was an analogy, so to speak. He said the cross burning is the city burning down from corruption. The hood is city. <laughs> Wait a minute. The hood is City Hall coming after us for our money, and the tree is me and everybody getting lynched as taxpayers. Does that explain it? Um, that no. explains some tomfoolery. <laughs> and that's about all. Well, he'll have some time to think about it while he's in jail. Because, like you said, this time foolery and ridiculous antics shouldn't go without consequence. So maybe the next person will think it silently and won't make such a spectacle of themselves in public. So I'm going to jump into our next crazy story. We had a couple of them this week. And I'm trying to get my words together, and you'll understand why once I share it. The police, and this is in New York, have captured a man that they said was wheeling a woman's dead body on a dolly and leaving it on the front lawn of a New York City home. So I read that first line and I had to think, this man has a dead body on a dolly, wheeling it down the street and going to dump it on a lawn. So just the visual of that seems crazy. But 31-year-old Anthony Lopez was arrested Saturday on murder and concealing a human corpse. The New York Police Department says he fled Friday morning after an off-duty detective saw him wheeling the corpse that he had covered with a sheet on Staten Island and tried to question him. And so now that he's arrested, they believe that the woman was actually 26-year-old Aduba Obimaka, who police believe was his wife. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. One word. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> he done killed his wife, and mm-hmm. he's pushing her down the street, mm-hmm. and fixing to leave her on somebody's front lawn. He did. He, he dumped her on the lawn. Yes. It says, they say he was seen wheeling a woman's dead body on a dolly and leaving it on the front lawn of a New York City home. I can't. <laughs> I know. I, is this somebody else that needs medication? Clearly. But the visual, not even on the stretcher, she was on a dolly. So everybody, know, everybody knows how a dolly looks. 
So that means she, right. she's sitting upright on the dolly, and he's rolling her down the street, and he just stopped real hard and she just dumped her out like, whoop. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's why it's in the crazy chronicles. I really can't put the pieces of this puzzle together. And then but he ran when they tried to question him. <laughs> I know a lot of strange things going on in New York because they have a lot of people there. But do you really think nobody wasn't going to notice him pushing a dead body down the street on a dolly? I mean, evidently not. I, I Like I said, I really don't know what to say. I'm just reporting the story because it's crazy. <laughs> so, that crazy I mean, if you want to see how he looks, you can go to www.talkingwitht.com and look under today's date, and you can see a picture of the man. And uh, you can also click on the picture and a link to the story so you can read it for yourself. But it's pretty straightforward. Oh, oh other me, than the fact that. Let me look at him. Okay. Now, they said that the officers acted on a tip. So, okay, keep in mind, let me back it up. He's wheeling the dead body around. An off-duty officer stops him and starts to question him, and he runs. Then police officers acting on a tip located him in Manhattan and arrested him after a brief foot chase. They said that at that point he shaved his head. You know. Special kind of special. That's all I got. I mean, that's all I got. <laughs> so, I can, uh, I can Jay, <laughs> Jay, before we end today, can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with Miss Braxton? Okay, so all you Tay Martians, um, get your black dresses and your black suits and your fried chicken and your spaghetti and green beans and go into mourning because Tamar will not be on the reel anymore. So Tamar Braxton and the reel sent out an official response that says, and I quote, the reel and Tamar Braxton have mutually decided that Tamar will not be continuing with the show for its upcoming third season. She will be leaving in order to concentrate on her solo career. Now, let me put a pause right there. Let's let's pause and let that soak in. Solo career. Okay, we're going to put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Okay. Solo <laughs> career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Solo career. Got it. Solo career. She's going to concentrate. She's going to concentrate. She's going to concentrate on it, on her solo career. Okay. All, right. All right. The statement continues. Everyone associated with The Real appreciates Tamar's efforts and the contributions she has made to the show's success, and we wish her all the best for the future. Okay. So the real tea, well, the tea is that the decision to part ways was on both parties, both Tamar and The Real. However, Tamar goes on Instagram, and she gives us this lengthy post about how she was stabbed in the back. She didn't name names, didn't spill all the dirt on the rest of her castmates from the reel, but it was pretty evident from the post that it was about her being uh, let go from the reel. And she also said that she's going to take a break from social media as well. I believe that when I see it. Can I be off on pause for a moment? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Let go, is that the same as being fired? Yeah. It is. Okay. (laughs) Carry on. So <laughs> apparently also from what various sources have said, uh, it was looking like Miss Tamar was just not a good fit for the 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 show. She wasn't she wasn't gelling well with the audience, she wasn't gelling well with a lot of the people 
who were on the show, the audience, the advertisers, et cetera. So she was giving the people the whole diva complex, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So, okay. Uh, which doesn't surprise me at all. Right. Now, and you know, not- I, you know, I'm thinking that some people are mega talented. Some people have a very strong talent in one area and need to stay in their lane. And it does more harm than good often when they try to dabble in things in which maybe they aren't as proficient or as talented. And I think that may have been the case here. I mean, everybody just can't do everything. Right. And just because you can sing doesn't mean you can act. Just right. because you can, you know, act doesn't mean necessarily that you would be a good talk show host. You know, just right. because you play sports doesn't mean you should be in a movie. I'm just saying some people need to stay in their lane. But right. um, I still and wish her the best on her solo career. Her solo career. Now, another yeah. interesting point that I found was that after she gave the people this very lengthy Instagram post, she unfollowed everybody with whom she worked on The Real, Adrian Balan, Jenny May, Lonely Love, and even the show on Twitter. She unfollowed everybody except for uh, Tamara Mallory Housley. Okay. Oh, and one of the twins? Is that one of the twins? Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, all right. And so, I mean, everybody who has uh, grown up in the, what, the 90s and watched, what was it, Sister, Sister, and... Uh-huh. Yeah, followed the uh, followed the twins, T and Tamara, throughout their career. Notice they have this whole little good girl image. So I kind of have my own little speculations as to why Tamara was the only one that Tamara uh, chose to continue following. Probably because well, maybe she was the only one that she didn't suspect of. You said that they had stabbed her in the back. Uh huh. She basically said on the Instagram post. Um, read between the lines. You will know who, you you can figure out who it is I'm talking about. She said, "I'm not going to state names, but you can figure out who I'm talking about." So I All guess right, that's so find who she's not talking about. I got it. I got it. So we had to pay play a game of deduction here. Sometimes <laughs> it's a little over the top. Sometimes though, you know, all that lip smacking and neck moving and stuff. It just right. you know, she, she's a lot. That was that was too much for for midday TV. Now you know you know Thursday night TV reality ratchet behavior. Okay, I can get with that. But midday while I'm chilling and I'm off work and I'm drinking my coffee, Tamar, girl, you're doing too much. So you know, no shade, but what do you mean no shade? You just threw up a whole forest. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying she 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 does she does too much in the midday. I'm, if if it were you know Braxton family values, you know we expect that. But girl, slow down. You right. gotta know your yeah. audience. Yeah. Yes, and it's fine for Tamar Vince on Thursday nights, but like he said, in the middle of the day, nobody really wants to see that. We wish her the best, though. Her and her solo career. Right, right. Solo career. career. Yes, we will emphasize solo career. Solo career. (laughs) Career. (laughs) Listeners, listeners, please understand. I try my best to 
to keep the flow of the show going in one direction, but we really have fun on talking with T. And sometimes it just gets a little beyond our control. So uh, we appreciate you spending this time with us, and we look forward to talking with you next week. And and I can't wait to tell it. And you know what? I'm going to say it. I have a few announcements that I want to share for those in the Knoxville, Tennessee listening area. Donnie McClurkin will be at Overcoming Believers Church Wednesday, May 25th. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. There will be a free concert on the square featuring Brian Clay live on Thursday, June 2nd from 7 to 9 p.m. on the Market Square in downtown Knoxville. Today, Monday, May 23rd, there will be a community conversation at the Knox County Public Defender's Office on Youth Violence and Juvenile Justice starting at 4 o'clock p.m. And finally, on Saturday, June 4th, Unique Academy will host its first annual Code for Me Youth Conference at the University of Tennessee Haslam Business Building. You can always view more details on the announcements, celebrations, and news for Knoxville, Tennessee on www.thevillageofknox.com. Well, once again, we've come to an end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. I need you to like posts, make comments, drive up the popularity of the show as we take Talking With Tea to the next level. Continue to spread the word and let people know that they can tune in for new shows each Monday. You can now listen to Talking With T on SoundCloud, iTunes, or TuneIn Radio. You can also subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper, to get your daily scoop of trending news. And on that note, I'll end with a quote. Before you act, listen. Before you react, think. Before you spend, earn. Before you criticize, wait. Before you pray, forgive. And before you quit, try. Ernest Hemingway. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Teeth.